Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Big shout out to everybody, the Enforcer, the Friendos, everybody, the Church of Friendos, Alex and Caleb for, uh, for really popping us the other day when they popped in. This weekend, we watched... Uh, Triple Mania Regia 2021, and we watched, of course, NXT War Games. We're going to talk about both those events here in a little bit. But uh, wrestling is always better when it's with friends, and uh, we had a ton of friendos watching wrestling with us this weekend. It's fun when you can just kick back for a couple hours and watch some graps with the friends, man. So thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. We yes, uh, we yes. definitely it appreciate was, that. We do, we do. It was a, it was a fantastic weekend of, of watching wrestling and streaming with with the enforcer fantastic tons of fun great stuff. best part of the job as i mentioned in our pre-show i think that right now we're in agreement you me enforcer watching wrestling having fun cracking some jokes it's the absolute best part of this job i'll be honest like watching anything with the two of you <laughs> you know like thursdays we got the smash zone no whammies whammies That's you know true. we've got That's that true. we got the family feud the smash zone it's a blast uh it's just it's just hanging out the the fact that we've been able to you know, transition uh, this uh, podcast of ours into, you know, a heavy emphasis on just hanging out. <laughs> just hanging out is awesome. Yeah, I know. You know, it's great. It is. It is. Uh, it is. So, yeah, we've got a couple items from the weekend news in wrestling. We're going to talk about, like I said, War Games and Triple Mania Regia uh, in a little bit. First, I want to give a shout out to some new patrons. If you enjoy going in raw, if you want to help support the show, Best way to do it over at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson for $5 a month. You can get access to our bonus episodes. Um, this Oh, do we know who the uh, the newest numbers don't lie 
survey is going to be on. Oh, good question. I will check that right now. While you do that, uh, I want to give a shout out to new patrons over the last couple days. Uh, we've had uh, Lurtnam George, Anthony Fish, uh, Self-Willed Soul, and Ryan Gorman. Thank you so much for your support. We definitely, uh, definitely appreciate over there. And uh, if you enjoy going in raw, if you want the show ad free, because you know these days uh, uh, we, you know, we run some ads over here to help keep the lights on. Uh, mm-hmm. But you can actually get the show in the audio realm if you're listening to the show on your favorite podcast app, just not Spotify. Apparently, uh, apparently you still can't do this. I looked it up. Uh, mm-hmm. But on Patreon, uh, you can import your RSS feed, and it's going in raw plus bonus stuff, ad free. All that audio, ad-free, you can get into your favorite podcast app. You just import the RSS feed, and you can get that. If uh, you like the show, ad-free. You don't need the bonus content. You want to spend a little bit less, $3 a month at goinginraw.supercast.tech. We'll get you the show ad-free. Once again, thanks to the new patrons out there. So uh, in terms of the Thursday Numbers Don't Lie bonus episode, do we have a winner? We do. We who was, do. So, who was up uh, this time? It was Triple H. It was Triple H. It was Ric Flair, and it was Randall Keith Thornton. Yeah, the, so the, here are the, the members results. of Evolution that we haven't done. Yeah, yeah. We've done Dave already. Batista. Right. Randall Keith Thornton, two votes. Okay. Ric Flair, yeah. three votes. Ooh, Triple H, the game, five votes. Wow. So this Thursday, we're gonna be taking a look at Triple H. Using going in raw math. That's very exciting. Yeah, that should be an interesting episode. That should be good stuff. Uh, We had an eventful weekend in wrestling, of course. A couple other little uh, bits in the news. This first one's pretty interesting uh, because there's a a lot sort of behind it with the context and stuff. And it's, it's a pretty simple story. And if it was anybody else, it'd be kind of a minor thing. And this has to do with Jeff Hardy being sent home from uh, from the current tour that the WWE is on. What's Mm -hmm. going on specifically Mm -hmm. with this? So PW Insider reported yesterday that Jeff Hardy missed yesterday's WWE live event in Corpus Christi, Texas, and that, quote, the word making the rounds at the event was that Hardy had been sent home from the road. PW Insider continues that Saturday night at that night's live event, Hardy uh, tagged with Drew McIntyre and King Woods against the bloodline, and after being isolated by Roman and the Usos for a good stretch, he got the hot tag to Drew, and then he left the ringside area and exited up through the crowd. Uh, shortly thereafter, Sean Ross Sapp tweeted, quote, unfortunately can't confirm PW Insider's report that Jeff Hardy was sent home after what was called a, quote, rough night for him. That became evident at as last night's live event match went on. Best wishes to Hardy. Uh, since then, had a couple fan videos emerged um, of that particular match. Um, and, uh, yeah, in, it, it's, it, there, there, there's two that really stand out. One is him making his entrance, walking around the ringside area. And the only thing that's kind of noteworthy about that is he's holding his side or his stomach, like right around here. Well, let's, as he's kind of yeah. making his way into the ring. Let's sort of big picture this a little bit. If this was anybody else, this would be, oh man, hope they're okay with whatever's going on here. Because it's Jeff Hardy who has a has had a history and has been very open, and in fact they reference it in storylines probably too often, has a history of substance abuse problems. Of course, there was that unfortunate incident, uh, a very public incident at uh, I think it was Victory Road, two thousand and twenty eleven. Twenty eleven, 
where he came out clearly inebriated to fight Sting and it was shut down pretty quickly. Never should have happened in the first place. Um, because he has a history with this, I know my mind when I saw Sean Sean's tweet, unfortunately can confirm he was sent home after what was called a rough night. Your mind automatically goes to, oh, no, he fell off the wagon. You know, there's a relapse of some sort. Watching the fan video, it's not clear at all what the issue is. He doesn't. And granted, I know alcohol affects everybody differently, but it just looks like he went out there. He was holding he was holding his when he was high fiving the fans and stuff. He appears to not be inebriated. He just appears to be holding his side in discomfort. Yeah. And he goes up into the ring and he sort of, you know, does his his standard greeting to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets the hot and then the the other fan video, he gets a hot tag to Drew and then he sort of immediately gets out. He goes over the barricade, but he does it in a man. And I don't know how long the match had gone, but if there's a hot tag that goes on, you'd think the match has been going on for a little while. There's no evidence. He's isolated for the whole middle part of the match. There's no evidence to indicate that he was in the ring inebriated. So, like, but your mind automatically goes there. When you hear Jeff Hardy had a rough night and he was sent home because of his history, unfortunately, as fans of his, it's like, oh, man, that's the worst. If if we had heard that, uh, uh, who uh, was it, Jimmy Uso uh, was pulled over without hearing the term DUI, you'd automatically assume because he has a history of that. And then if you find out it wasn't, then okay. With Jeff Hardy, you find out, oh, maybe it wasn't that. Number one, I was, I'm like, thank God. You know, and we still don't know the details, but it doesn't, from visually watching it, it doesn't appear to be that situation. This appears to be something else. Yeah, you mean the indication you see him walk out holding his midsection, seemingly in discomfort. Discomfort. The way he's moving also seems like he's in some discomfort. Yeah, don't know why. Don't know yeah. the source of it. It's unfair to speculate. Um, but you know, it, it. Hopefully, it's it's nothing serious, and hopefully, it's it's you know, we obviously wish Jeff Hardy the best. Oh yeah. And hopefully, whatever it is, whether it's injury or 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 you know, some sort of a, a you know stomach bug or something i don't know what it is he's been having um, such a great run lately he has been he has been um and um, I hopefully he can recover soon and 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 i mean he was isolated and getting beat up a vast majority I, I watched like about 10 minutes of someone basically uh, uh recorded the entire match yeah and i watched a good portion of it and he's isolated for 75 percent of the match getting worked by the usos and roman reigns um, and then he gets, but you know, like the fans are behind him. Every time Roman cheap shots him, there's a, like a loud chorus of booze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are behind Jeff Hardy. Oh, people want to see him. Yeah. You like succeed and, I, yeah, and I, I he gets pop, a hot tag. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was cutting you off. I, 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 I popped big time when I thought he'd won that battle Royal on SmackDown a couple weeks ago. He's yeah. a bright spot yeah. right now in the WWE because yeah. yeah. the man, I mean, from outward appearances doesn't age much. Um, he still does crazy stuff, which still to this day makes me go, oh, dial it back a little bit, you know, maybe get into some map based stuff. That's not his thing. Um, and uh, but no p- people. And here's the thing. People genuinely want to see him succeed. Yeah, they really yep. do because yep. of his history and because he does seem like 
a genuinely good guy who just, you know, people that have substance abuse issues, man, they're, you know, it, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. Nothing is just, hey, these are these are issues that people have and people want to see this guy succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I saw this, I was like, oh, thank God. Maybe he just has explosive diarrhea as opposed to you know, maybe he just needs some Pepto. I don't know. Uh, but hopefully he is, you know, uh, he's OK. I, I would love yeah. for somebody to update yeah. us. Um, I know. But, yeah, it's just, you know, you got to be I, I don't know. You got to be careful when you're uh, uh, referencing what's going on with Jeff Hardy. <laughs> when you say a yeah, rough night for Jeff Hardy, bad things you know, automatically, automatically show up. So, um, so yeah, uh, uh, thankfully this doesn't immediately appear to be yeah, yeah, yeah. that. And hopefully it's, it's something minor that, you know, he can recover from quickly and, and go back out there entertaining the fans. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, exactly. so, uh, this is kind of interesting because we've heard sort of rumors about it and, uh, it is, it's, it's, it's personal stuff. But uh, uh, but given that they are were one of the more high profile wrestling couples, uh, it would seem after weeks of rumors that Charlotte and Andrade have indeed broken up. Uh, Bodyslam.net reported after speaking with multiple sources, I can confirm that the two are no longer together. Sources indicated the breakup did not appear to be mutual. and That it was Charlotte who ended the relationship. I was not given any details why his relationship came to an end. Only the two are officially done as of a couple weeks ago uh, I think he had unfollowed her on social media was one of the yeah. indications um I, mainly the reason to bring this up because we're going to get the question what do you guys think about this what do you guys think about this so hopefully they both find happiness in their lives and Indeed. uh and beyond that it's none of our damn business Indeed. Uh, so yeah that's that's all I got to say about that that yeah I have nothing to add <laughs> there you go. um yeah hopefully they can find happiness and uh, yeah apart from that none of our business great uh, looking couple man all those awesome that's I'll, I'll miss that personally just as a fan of both these people looking at they they always did look so happy you know, know. just unadulterated know. happiness in their photos so you know whenever there's a split and people are no longer that level of happy it's a bummer it's a bummer it but, is you it know, is it is Want people to be happy. Absolutely want them to be happy. Want people to be happy. Not sad. You know. No, happy. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect 
instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, Let's talk Braun Breaker. He's probably happy after uh, he scored the pin in the men's War Games match yesterday at War Games. Uh, Before War Games, he had an interview with Daily DDT and he revealed the genesis of his name. This is what he had to say. Quote, we were just sitting around one day and I'm like, well, when I used to block people in football, I used to try to break them in half. That was literally what I uh, tried to do. Snap them in half and break them. What if I'm the breaker? I break people. Breaker. And then it came to me. Braun is part of my first name, and that's what we went with. What my dad and uncle did before me with some of their promos and stuff that they've done, they've all laid this groundwork. There's all this stuff out there for me to use if I want to. Obviously, I'm not going to bank my entire, he continues, that's not what I'm going for. I want to make a name for myself and stand on my own, but there's certain things out there we could use. You know, I guess if if you're a a second-generation talent, there's that decision you have to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Do I use the family name and try to use that to, you know, I, I, it, it, you see the Steiner name, you know, okay, that's, that's, that he's got, he's got the, the, the amateur wrestling or he's got the wrestling pedigree, you know, yeah. at least that's what comes to mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or do you want to try to make a name on, 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 without using the family name? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure every second generation or third generation talent probably faces that decision. Yeah. You know, there's pros and cons to probably each. Oh yeah. No, there's definitely a uh, baggage and, you know, like you said, pros, there's pros and cons mm-hmm. for, for, for whatever decision you make. I think it's great that, you know, he's seemingly wanting to take control of his own density of his own destiny, destiny. and, uh, and, and craft his own legacy. Um, I mean, he does, dude, he's got all the tools. He, he's got, he does have, he's obviously channeling in his promos, a little bit of the big bad booty daddy, but mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully he also focuses on crafting the legacy of just innovative wrestling like his 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 father and, and uncle did because the Steiners as a tag team were innovative wrestlers. They were a terrific yeah. tag team. And you put that together with, you know, a, a controlled, uh, you know, sort of, I guess, a PG or PG-13 uh, maybe uh, TV 14, whatever it is, I guess they're going for TV 14, TV 14 perhaps yeah. Yeah. might be yeah. in their future. A TV 14 version of the Big Bad Booty Daddy. Man, that might that might be a recipe to to go all the way. He might be the guy to take that title off of the tribal chief. You never know. Um, so uh, so good for him. Um, it, you know, it would be awesome. It would be great because they NXT did this for a spell. I don't know if they necessarily did it on TV, but I know they did it in, you know, digital video, uh, like on the dot com and stuff. But, you know, people would explain their names 
when they would mm-hmm. show up in NXT. When mm-hmm. when when uh, mm-hmm. Fergal Devitt would then be Finn Balor, he had a whole name. He had a whole history of that name. I think they that was well I, when when Kenta showed up in NXT and they changed his name to Hideo Itami. I believe they had. I know they, like they did had a, a thing, thing in the ring about it. I know they yeah. did a thing in the ring. I forget if that ever actually aired or if that was like a special digital video thing. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But there, remember. there was for a period of time in like the the, the mid 2010s that they would do that. And mm-hmm. I mean, this is great. They're obviously acknowledging it with a, a, a wink and a nudge a lot on TV. It's a little more than a wink and a nudge. <laughs> Much more. Maybe they're just sort of, okay, let's get this out of the way. And then once he actually wins that title, which transitioning now to NXT War Games, that's got to be a New Year's Eve. New Year's Evil. It's got to be. Evil, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you'd think it'd be New Year's Evil. I mean, going through War Games is, that's a big deal. I mean, I, I kind of feel like the, the guy who really took the main brunt of that main event was Grayson Waller. Oh, he got beat up. But... The fact that Braun Breaker's the guy that pinned Tommaso Ciampa there in the middle of the second ring, first ring, whatever, um, and stood tall with his team. He led Team 2.0. You got to think that in terms of the story of Braun Breaker, he was uh, led into every trap that Tommaso Ciampa set, then led into many traps that Johnny Gargano set in their match. Mm -hmm. Now he's able to overcome them. In war games, the combined DIY is able to overcome them. Maybe, you know, you got about a month now before you almost exactly a month before New Year's mm-hmm. Evil. Mm-hmm. He gets a couple more matches where he's figuring out some of the savviness of these wrestlers, of Tommaso Champa type wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And then at New Year's Evil, you, you make that transition, right? Yeah. Yeah. That seems to make sense. That seems to make sense. Now, what's next for Champa after that? You would think main roster, but who knows? He um, seemed, dude. He seems to have taken, really taken, in all the interviews I've seen with him, everything that he's the way he's branding himself as Mister NXT 2.0, mm-hmm. the guy to beat. I know it's. It seems obvious that he's taken a heavy hand in developing some of these talents. Yeah. I yeah. mean, again, it all boils down to what does this dude want uh, out of exactly. his career at this point in his life? Wouldn't shock me if he continued in 2.0 as a player coach, um, you know, I mean, he has said in the past that he, he loves sticking with NXT and he sees himself there for a long time. Things change obviously, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and schedules can, you know, schedules are a little bit different now than they were pre pandemic. But, uh, but I don't know. I, you know, I'd love to see him on main roster. I'd yeah. love to see him on main roster. Uh, I don't know. You know, there's always the question of how are they going to use him at that point. Um, if he, let me ask you this. Yeah. If Tommaso Ciampa goes to main roster and he has a first two years that is on par, similar to Shayna Baszler, a character who's mm-hmm. in some ways similar, no nonsense kind of guy um, or kind of competitor rather. Is that a good thing? Is that, is that, is that a success? I feel like Shane has been underutilized, but she yeah, certainly yeah, yeah. is utilized. Now it's, it's it's I agree that Shane has been underutilized. She has been involved on a regular basis. She like has she's been, on yeah. TV on a weekly basis. I think at least for, as an as an observer, not the wrestling observer, but a wrestling we observer. We are mere simple observers, not 
yes. wrestling observers. The, not yeah. the. Yeah. Um, like for a, a professional or sports entertainer, that would be probably the worst thing I would think is to just not be involved. I would even think being stuck in a, in a terrible gimmick and a terrible storyline is better than just sitting around not doing anything. Absolutely, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, in the with the with the men. Well, I guess now that it's on a, a woman, it's a bit different. But the twenty four seven division is purgatory. It's it's that's that's awful. You have to dig yeah. your way out of that. Like look at hurt business right now. Like they just got out yeah. of twenty four seven division, doing jobs for up and coming teams. Uh, who knows if they'll ever get out of that? Yeah, um, exactly. But but, but being uh, off yeah. TV entirely and being kind of forgotten about. That's that would worst. probably even be worse than in the being in the twenty four seven division. So, I guess if it's a choice between not being on TV or being in a position kind of like Shayna, you take Shayna. Mm-hmm. Where, yes, you, the fans. Here's the thing: it takes one storyline, one mm-hmm. good storyline, for Shayna for the fans to be a hundred percent invested in whatever she's doing. I agree because she's that good. Yeah, and I think she's one of those names that, if if the question is posed. Who's being underutilized? Who's someone who's immensely talented that WWE, I feel like it's a pretty long list at this point, who WWE isn't using to their fullest potential? Yeah. Shane is probably near the top of that list. Yeah. And if Ciampa finds himself in a similar situation, he's involved. Maybe he had a, a maybe he had a, a decent uh, tag title run. Maybe gar- him DIY reforms on the main roster or something. Gargano sticks around. We'll get to that later. Um, and that's kind of like after two years, the peak of their main roster career. But you know, hey, if they say, hey, Champa Gargano, want to f- try to do what you did in NXT on the main roster and feud again so we recapture that magic, that's something people would be instantly invested in. Yeah. You let those guys be heavily involved in what they're doing, that would probably be really, really good. No, it, there's no um, probably about it. It would be. The problem is yeah. that kind of stuff, just from what we know, really doesn't happen on main no. roster. Like they no. don't they don't let them take the reins like that. You know, because you know, we've seen Shayna after dropping the tag titles or even before they dropped the tag titles. It's like in in a lot of ways, she's the Baron Corbin of the women's division where they're having obvious weakness. How many times? Well, let (laughs) me finish. I'm not talking in terms of character stuff. I'm talking basically in one capacity. Yeah. Shanna gets rolled up a lot. Oh yeah. And that's Baron's Achilles heel. He gets rolled up a lot. Yeah. Um, that's, the nature of my analogy. That's there. where it stops. I just want to make sure. People yeah. Know yeah. That. That's where yeah. it starts and stops. That's it. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know why they, they would think someone who's a, a trained MMA, MMA fighter, who's had incredible success in NXT would come to the main roster. doesn't know how to reverse a roll up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's the decision for me. That's mind boggling. Maybe they think that's protecting her. Yeah. But I don't know. It seems like if you lose consistently to the most rudimentary wrestling move, mm-hmm. That makes you look pretty. Doesn't make you look strong in my no, eyes. It doesn't. I mean, getting back to Champa, it's like if he goes to main roster, there there's two names that I'm like, oh god, they're probably gonna wheel him out there again. Like if him and Gargano, if Gargano does stay, and I kind of don't feel like he's going to, but if he does, and they put DIY together, they're gonna trot them out there against like Dolph and Bobby Roode, yeah, or uh, or 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 Champ as a singles guy, they're gonna put him in there against the Miz, and then it's or like Dolph. Or yeah, or don't yeah. I mean, yeah. so like, I just man, I don't, I don't see it. I'd like it if it was like, oh, what if they have DIY take on? Uh, what if DIY is the 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 catalyst for why Orton and Riddle split up? That'd be great, right? That'd be cool. A high profile tag team like that. Mm-hmm. 
But and you know, there's all sorts of great names that you'd love to see champ in there. You know, Champa versus Orton, Champa versus AJ. There's all sorts of great mm-hmm. names. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just I don't know that. I don't know. They'd look at him and be like, "Oh yeah, this is the thing." Plus, Champ is sort of like, besides Gargano, Champa is like the guy. Like Vince seems to be running away from Triple H guys, you know, and uh, and 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 Champ is like a prime Triple H guy. Mm-hmm. And I just I I don't know. So I don't know what his contract status is like. I don't know what the last thing we heard was. Um, Gargano's is coming up here in four days, so apparently he's got yeah, something coming up. Yeah. While we're talking, Champa, let's talk Gargano. You know, their 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 careers in NXT have been linked pretty extensively. Um, based on Gargano's uh, gear last night, yeah. Based on some tweets, based on his post match promo, he's obviously done with NXT. Yes. Obviously done with NXT. Yeah. Done. They yeah. brought back Rebel Heart for him as his theme last night. It wasn't the way theme. It was his first solo theme. Um, uh, he's done an NXT, but where? What's next? You know, and and it would seem uh, it, not exactly obvious, but it seemed likely he'd go to AEW, no, knowing what the what would look like for him on main roster. Yeah, you know the philosophy Vince seems to have embraced of late, which is as you mentioned, straying away from Triple H guys and trying to develop wrestlers who are really athletic from the ground up. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and I texted this to you in, in Forrester last night. He's a guy who's probably been told no a lot in his life as you know, in terms of in the wrestling world, Gargano, that is that you're not going to make it you're too small. And he's overcome those doubters basically at every step, you know, and, and I don't know Johnny Gargano. I don't know what makes him tick, but if he thinks to himself, all right. Every time I've faced doubters, every time I've been told no, I've proved them wrong. Maybe he thinks, "Hey, maybe I'll give, I'll stick around for two more years, take a crack at the main roster." Doesn't work out. There's other places to go. We just don't know. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. One thing that we do know is that prior to signing a new deal, they, they'll pitch him ideas. Because we've seen that with Adam Cole, it literally just yeah, we happened. Saw Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah, and and those ideas were horrible. So it's like it's one thing to go into a situation where it's like, hey, we'll we'll sign you up for two more years, bunch of money, and you'll try your hand at main roster. Okay, but now that he's got the leverage of, well, you know, I'm going to see what my options are. Okay, you want me to go to main roster? What do you got? Well, you're short, so we're going to make you a manager. You're going to change your name to just Johnny. You know, I wonder. I'm guessing no. But given what just happened with Adam Cole, I know Vince especially is is typically not prone to reflection, self-reflection. If they get what happened with that, because you know, apparently they made an effort to refine Adam Cole. They offered him some money. They pitched him creative ideas. Um, if after that, they're like, okay, obviously these type of ideas, even with a, a good-sized contract, is not going to be enough to keep free agents from leaving. If we really want to keep, say, Gargano or Kyle O'Reilly, we have to uh, uh, kind of go back to the drawing board in terms of what we pitch them creatively. Because it seems like money by itself is not going to seal the deal. Yeah, but here's the thing. They probably thought all those Adam Cole ideas were home runs. It's not that they're not going to sit back and say, oh, he left because these were bad ideas. They're going to just be like, well, he left because his girl is in AEW. His best friends are in AEW. 
and uh, and yeah, he's he's dummy for doing it. He's a big dummy for doing it. And look at what they got him doing now, fighting with Orange Cassidy. He's a comedy wrestler. That's probably what Vince thinks. Oh, he would have been much better as oh. Keith Lee's manager. Who? I doubt Vince even knows who Orange Cassidy is. We man, got, we got rid of that Keith Lee guy. <laughs> so no, he probably wouldn't have been. No, I think they're you know if anything they're gonna he's gonna say what do you got from him? Well, here's some ideas, and they're all gonna be terrible, and, and they're not gonna work because they're they're gonna try to rebrand them. And so, uh, and we're gonna find out about those ideas. <laughs> yeah, I'm sort of laying this. I'm laying this roadmap out for you, people. Here are going in raw. Once Sean Ross Sapp gets the info, we'll let you know what it is. <laughs> or you can just go to Fightful Select it yourself. Um, yeah. But if you want our takes on it, that's what we do here, going in raw. Uh, yeah, that's how it's going to go. He's going to say, hey, what do you got for me? And they're going to say, I got a bunch of bullshit. Take, take a look at this. And he's going to say, yeah, okay, I'll go to AEW where I can just be myself and have awesome wrestling matches because that's what you, mm-hmm. just, you don't do that. I mean, that's the other aspect of it in, in, in 2.0, obviously, the in-ring aspect. Even though War Games was a really fun show last night, I didn't think there was a bad match on the card. At least on the weekly TV, the in-ring product is not the focus it used to be for NXT. Nope. Um, it's all more about characters, which Gargano can do fine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, you know, we've heard, I think it was uh, Shayna talked about this conversation she had with Vince, where Vince told her, hey, don't worry about work rate on TV. You know, don't worry about putting good matches on TV. Save those for the pay-per-view. Yeah. Like if that's, I mean, like Gargano seems like he's in this for the craft of professional wrestling, you know? Yeah, but he's not opposed to. He does great character work. Like the way. Oh, totally, totally. The totally, way is a totally. group that was is made for main roster, and you see Austin Theory adopting a lot of that stuff. Not all the stuff, but but you know a lot of that stuff on his. He's not quite the dullard that he was, um, but he still has that sort of Dirk Diggler thing yeah, um, yeah. that he had with the way. You know, if 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 Vince goes to Johnny and says, "Hey, we'd love to adopt the way." for main roster because I really enjoy what you did there and he can cite specific examples of that. He's like, man, I really love this stuff. We, I've got this gimmick. Like you were saying in the pre-show, I got this thing where I'm bringing Austin Theory under my wing and you're going to yeah. come in and you're sort of his adoptive dad. You know, we can do a thing where you're immediately, you know, mixing it up with Vince Cute McMahon. With Vince, yeah, yeah. That w- that could be great TV because that would be Vince, that could potentially Vince be huge for Vince can still perform on TV not matches but he could still perform uh, <laughs> uh, with backstage stuff he's been doing with Austin Theory now that'd be great I have severe doubts that that would oh, I do too. ever happen yeah but that there there could be good stuff there I just think that they'd be like okay what is this guy to bring to the table he can do the comedy stuff he could be the he could do the drama stuff he does tick some main roster boxes for sure oh, he definitely does he it's definitely just does. a matter of do we want to see whatever they're going to call him in whatever you know way they're going to the book him you know are they going to basically say oh you're Johnny wrestling guess what now you're Johnny manager you know or maybe they just they just rename him Johnny wrestling yeah which i'd be fine with <laughs> Yeah, People call him that, that anyway. So if they yeah, if no. they call him Johnny, but it'd be like a weird. Oh, we just think it's funny to call him Johnny Wrestling, but he's a manager thing. You know, we want to ever, ever actually yeah. get to see the wrestling. Yeah. He, they call him Johnny Wrestling because he knows wrestling. Yeah. So uh, so I don't know. Hey, whatever he wants to do is great. Uh, exactly. I'm on, I'm on board with Johnny Wrestling. I just looking at the recent history of of NXT of main roster of releases of the idea that oh you had a 30 day no compete window let's sign him to a main roster contract where they have a 90 day no compete and then immediately drop him yeah I mean I don't I don't know why you'd give them the benefit of the doubt unless they like no, I wowed know. you and put it listen, in, in listen. solid in contract I don't think 
if I was a betting man, and if it's channel points, unless it's channel points, I'm not a betting man, I would bet on Gargano going to AEW or else mm-hmm. not going to the main roster. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to think of avenues by which you'd be like, all right, let's give this a try. Yeah. You know, I agree. History has indicated to us that if you're an NXT call up, the odds are really stacked against you in terms of being able to succeed on the main roster right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, but maybe, you know, maybe he just sees Austin Theory. He's in this thing with Vince right now, you know, and, and, and that's promising. Vince came back on TV apparently to, well, to do the thing for the Rocks movie and then also Stephen Lee to be, get involved in this Austin Theory storyline. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's something. Uh, War Games kicked off, though, with Women's War Games. And this was a build as uh, less of a 1.0 versus 2.0 mm-hmm. thing and more of a, you know, a conglomeration of, you know, can they coexist with uh, Toxic Attraction, which, of course, is a pretty tight unit, and, mm-hmm. uh, and Dakota Kai because she has a thing with Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. In the end, though, uh, they, they staged a really magnificent angle during this match where Cora Jade takes uh does this sort of a, a like a, a senton off the top of yeah, the like cage. Yeah, like a swanton, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Through a table onto I forget who. JC uh, Jane. JC Jane. And yeah. uh and immediately starts selling shoulder. Now the way they framed this for production, for TV production, on top coupled with my stream being kind of pixely in the moment, it I bought fully in to and her selling of her shoulder yeah, the performance injury. is what sold it was awesome was Mm -hmm. great um and they do a thing where they're gonna take her out of the the, out of the match uh medical is at ringside io shirai says no she ain't going nowhere and then she pops the shoulder back into the socket like lethal weapon and it was an awesome awesome moment that had us going and it was like, I mean, as soon as EO says, no, I got this. It's like, oh, thank God. It's just a work. Yeah, yeah. But it was a really sick moment. It was a really cool angle. It was super cool. And in the end, Cora Jade ended up picking up the win. Yeah, um, yeah. There's this great moment where she has where there's a bunch of kendo sticks in the ring and she grabs one. You know, she's essentially operating with one arm. So she's trying to fend off all the toxic attraction. Because everybody else with, is laid out. Yeah, yeah. yeah with, with, with kendo sticks and she can for a bit. But then they overwhelm her eventually. So it's 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 a situation where she has to kind of like keep herself out of the fray because she's she could be a liability to the team. Yeah. And in the end, uh, Raquel Gonzalez hits J.C. Jane with the power bomb, and then she gets laid out. And the court, Jade literally looks around, sees everybody else is laid out, goes over and covers J.C. Jane to get the win. Yeah. It was really well done. The whole thing was really well done. And uh, she's still only twenty years old, so she is like definitely a two point you know, a, a pickup. She is. She debuted. She debuted. You remember we did Backlash 2018. Mm-hmm. She debuted after that. We always reference Backlash 2018 because it was the most boring pay per view that yeah. WWE has put on in recent memory. And the yeah, entire time we spent just doing impressions, like you know, uh, uh, impressions of wrestlers, and not paying attention at all because it was so boring. Well. In that time, she debuted in professional wrestling. So, like, that's how young she is, which is pretty great. Um, so that that was a that was a pretty strong match right there. Yeah, um, we had a uh, Imperium successfully defending their NXT tag titles against Kyle O'Reilly and his mentor Von Wagner. Uh, mm-hmm. Imperium got their finish 
uh, for the win. And afterwards, the crowd starts giving Kyle his seemingly a send off goodbye. You know, mm-hmm. thank you, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kyle. Von Wagner, who had spent the last two months trying to be Kyle O'Reilly's best friend, and they were clicking, tries to attack Kyle. Kyle senses it coming, fends off the attack, throws up the undisputed era sign, crotch chops him, and uh, and and gives him a big sort of fu. And then they're gonna have a, he said later on in a promo, keep the cage up. We're gonna mm-hmm. have a steel cage match this coming Tuesday. We can kind of assume that this is going to be Kyle's send off. He might do the honors for Von Wagner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If this is if this is Kyle's last match in in NXT in WWE, yeah, he'll 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 do the honors and and give Von Wagner that that rub of beating Kyle O'Reilly, and then he'll move on to to uh, AEW where he plans on going. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly tweeted out about fourteen hours ago. I've been turned on before, and I ain't going down that road again. F that noob. I'm going to stretch him on Tuesday in the cage for even trying. <laughs> where's this Kyle been? Where's this Kyle been? I want this yeah, Kyle. Where's this Kyle been? I want this Kyle. Uh, after that, we had Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson, hair versus hair match. They actually had the barber chair set up in the other ring. Mm, yeah. A little yeah. table with some clippers on it. As expected, Cameron Grimes got the win. Uh, he rolled up Duke Hudson with a handful of tights. So again, outsmarted Duke Hudson to get the win. Good match though. Then afterwards, uh, he has to get a cave in to get Duke in that barber chair, starts shaving some of his hair. And then Duke comes to and and runs off. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, every match in the card I thought was pretty solid. Yeah. There were strong matches. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we had after that. I mean, the thing about Von Wagner is going to be interesting is that he's not he's not the strongest wrestler in the world. He's big man. And that match was carried by three really, really good wrestlers. Mm-hmm. So him transitioning to like a singles guy, they're going to need to put him in there with more experienced wrestlers to really carry his. It's not like he's going to be able to be in there with like one of the Creed brothers. That would be probably not a great match. But if you put him in there with Roderick Strong, who seems opposed to actually wrestling other cruiserweights, he'd be fine. It'd probably be a good match, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Roger Strong, Strong <laughs> he successfully defended his cruiserweight championship against Joe Gacy, who is determined to turn that into like an open weight, open gender type uh, title, which I thought it would have been really, really interesting. Yeah, me too. For the Joe Gacy character as I pluck a hair out of my mouth. That was disgusting. I don't know where that came from. I just pulled this out of the dryer, this hoodie of mine. I don't know. That's not, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, I again, fun match. Yeah. Fun match. Uh, and then not a whole lot of involvement from a Diamond Mine. I know Joe Gacy took him out ringside, but it's not like they were interfering to the degree that they have uh, recently. This seemed to be more of a, I mean, the the main distraction was Harlan putting his hands on uh, Ivy Nile, mm-hmm. holding her up, and, and and Gacy had to leave, you know, his sort of focus and say, put her down, it's all good. He gets back in there, and within moments we have the finish. Yeah, yeah. And then the main event, men's war game match, Team 2.0 defeated Team uh, 1.0. Uh, a lot of really good stuff in this bout. Grayson Waller got beat to heck. Oh, man. Uh, Pete Dunn especially uh, was was really laying into Grayson Waller. He had a great spot where he did an elbow off the top of the cage yeah. through a uh, through a table. Uh, he had a really he had a star making performance. I thought um, Braun Breaker uh, got his team the win after hitting his uh, finisher, the press power slam on Champa. 
Um, it was a hell of a hell of a match. Violent, physical. Saw the return. Everybody Dex, got their shit yeah, in. Dexter Loomis took out uh, Trick Williams, or you know, he he, he sort of equalized things because Trick was like putting mm-hmm. all sorts of. He didn't really do a whole lot. He put a bunch of weapons in there, helped him get some tables and stuff in there. Almost impaled Grayson Waller throwing a chair into With the, the ring. chair. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, 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 Carmelo had a had a good moment. He had a uh, he got to break up DIY was on the verge of winning this. And uh, Carmelo's the guy to stop the tandem DIY uh, pin, pin on attempt Braun, yeah. on Braun. And uh, and he says, I don't miss. And Gargano was there. Gargano had a lot of great. I mean, he started this thing off really strong. Yeah, him and Melo started off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. No, but, yeah, Braun Breaker and uh, Team 2.0 stood tall with the win here over NXT Team 1.0. Uh, wildly fun uh, card on Saturday. Of course, Triple A, Triple A, Triple Mania, Regia, twenty twenty one, and uh, we were watching it—an absolute mess, mess of a show, but wildly entertaining. See, we were only supposed to get six matches. We got we siete. got seven though. Yeah, I mean, we got siete. They went. They because um, they were running late. Apparently, they were running late, and so we got one additional match. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Triple A logic. You're going late. You think you're gonna have to cut something? No, you add something. No, you add something. And there's a bunch of like uh, uh, segments, kind of in between matches. You had a uh, Cybernetico coming back. Oh, huge! And then, huge. Yeah, massive. And then at the end of this uh, Psycho Clan Pagano and Kane Velasquez match against L.A. Park, Rey Scorpion and Taurus. Oh, was the dude's name? Another Hales- was it Jalisco? Legend. Jalisco? Yeah, somebody like that. Jalisco. Yeah. Ray Jalisco Jr. came out to the ring and like a legend. Um and and he's got like getting booed by the crowd. Yeah, and and, and GD comes out to 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 get in his face because apparently like he took the masks of of all their you know whether fathers or uncles. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, they had these interesting moments that you're like, sometimes they didn't get the reception from the crowd it seemed like they wanted, mm-hmm. but also if you're running late, like unless this seems integral to something you're doing down the line. Yeah. I mean, if there's something that doesn't necessarily need to be aired it, it, because it's not going to yeah. motivate something down the line, then you could have taken it out of the show. But maybe, you know, like we watch AAA two, three times a year. Um, so maybe this will lead somewhere. I don't know. Rayo, Rayo de Jalisco Jr. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was like, who is this guy? Who is that guy? It, it's, it's just wildly fun. I mean, like it you is. said, you know, is it going to lead to something? Maybe, but whatever it's going to lead to is going to be wildly unpredictable. Much like yes. one year Pagano and Chessman have a, a just a brutal death match. The next year they're teaming up together. But it you was a, can they coexist situation? The answer yeah. no, no, they, they cannot coexist. In fact, they lost that match and then they start fighting again at the end. Yeah, they did start fighting, but then they weren't in matches against each other uh, on Saturday. Uh, if the show finished as it should have uh, with uh, El Hijo del Vikingo winning. The mega championship. Uh, they seem to have been uh, getting this guy ready to be their top guy for a while. Mm-hmm. And if he had not won that match, it would have been really confusing. Yeah. Um, so he's got the belt now. Um, and that's that's pretty huge for Vikingo, who's this absolutely spectacular wrestler. Well, I think, according to Lucha Blog, anyways, and Lucha Blog, I think, has a write up for uh, post wrestling. So mm. be sure to check that out. Yes. Um, he had said. Uh, it was something like, uh, 
I'm looking at his feed right now. It was like... The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Out of all the matches, it was like, oh, here we go. The Rudos, the bad guys, mm-hmm. won the first five matches. Uh, the good guys won the sixth one, but the crowd was behind the bad guys, so that got booed too. And then you finish with Vikingo, who's supremely over, probably yeah. the most popular guy in the company, won the seventh. So like Triple H did everything to bring the crowd down. So that Vikingo won in the end. Shockingly, FTR, who seemed determined to start a riot there uh, at Triple Mania, at Triple Mania Regia, uh, retained in a ladder match against yeah, the Lucha Brothers, um, which was, yeah, fairly shocking. A really, really terrific match. But FTR mm-hmm. was doing everything they could to get that crowd to throw shit at them, to boo them. He, they were shoving people. Man, it was they were they were really there to do some of that old school. Let's start a riot while we're in a different country thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was, it was a crazy, unpredictable, wildly entertaining show. Mm-hmm. Um, they kicked off the broadcast did with uh, Los Toxicos defeating Lady Shawnee, Sexy Star Two, Fabi Apache. But the real in a lumberjack match, and all the lumberjacks had straps. So if yeah. you got sent out of the ring, you were getting hit with straps. The the real. The real heat here, though, the real angle, the actual story yes. in this match yes. had nothing to do with the participants. It was well, the, that's it, not exactly was, true because heel ref and uh, 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 Fabi Apache. Right. They got beef that goes back to previous generations, if, if I understand correctly. Yeah. But the central conflict was between heel ref and his dad face ref. Who, yeah, had a conflict with uh, with uh, Fabi Apache's family going back decades. So there was, you know, some amazing moments there where they had made amends. But mm-hmm. then heel ref cuts a promo at the end of the match on his dad. So who knows where that's going to lead to? But I've it's never seen the refs get so much of the attention. You know, it has been like since Hebner or uh, or Neil Patrick, maybe. I don't know. It's great stuff. Yeah. Great it stuff. It is great. Yeah. It is great. It is great. After that, we had uh, NGD defeat Los Vipers and uh, Poder del Norte. Yeah, NGD are the, the invasion guys coming from CMLL. Correct. And they featured a little bit later as well. I think they challenging uh, when, was it when Rayo Jalisco? It was when the, the Cain Velasquez match. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, La yeah. Impresa. Defeated Chessman, Dave the Clown, and Murder Clown. And the high spot of this, this was an absolute disaster. It really was. From the opening bell. From the beginning, 
the arguably the high point of this was Sam Adonis doing a moonsault from the top to the floor, trying to hit Chessman, who was on a stretcher, and missing completely. Completely. And then just sort of laughing the match it off. Ended. Yeah, he just laughed <laughs> about it. The match was done. <laughs> the match was done. And uh, and he decided to do that spot. And he just, I mean, honestly, he's lucky he didn't whack his head against, like, the steel frame of the of the, of, uh, of the stretcher of the gurney yeah yeah, yeah. but that could have uh, been bad but yeah he missed he missed completely yeah big whiff big whiff right there and again you watch this and like you know there was in the in the opening match there were two german suplexes in the first five minutes where you thought oh my god they just dumped these these ladies just dumped each other on their heads they ended up being fine but it's like with triple a it's like how do these people it's like that's the superfly spot years ago it's like yeah. how were they getting through this alive i know I they know. do. I know. Uh, then we had Dragon Lee and Drillistico defeating Laredo Kid and his uh, mystery partner Willie Mack. This is a great match. This is a it really, was a lot of fun. It was a really fun match. Yeah, really fun match. Uh, as we mentioned before, FTR defeated the Lucha Brothers. After that, uh, there was a promo earlier in the night uh, between mm. these two to set up it being a ladder match. But according to Lucha Blog, they never really actually mentioned the ladder aspect of it. He just speculated that was what the intention was mm-hmm. for that particular promo. Yeah. Very yeah. AAA way of doing things. Uh, then we had uh, Psycho Clown, Pagano, and Kane Velasquez, who had a great ASU uh, uh, Sun Devil outfit on. Yeah. Uh, versus uh, they, they beat L.A. Park, Reyes Scorpion, and Torus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then main event, uh, Vikingo defeating Jay Lethal. Uh, Bobby Fish, Bandito, and Samurai Del Sol. A lot of fun. This yeah. match was tons of fun. Oh, man. No, it was, it was a really terrific match. And, uh, and yeah, it was a great moment for Vikingo to pick up that win. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of members of the locker room came out to celebrate with him. It was yeah. cool. It was yeah. really cool. He got the rub from the uh, from the Widow, too. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. great stuff. Uh, we got a Raw tonight. Uh, and here we got a preview. First up, there's no escape for Kevin Owens as he squares off with Big E inside Steel Cage. Yeah. Uh, Becky Lynch defends Raw Women's Championship against Liv Morgan. That should main event, right? I hope. So. I hope it does main it event. Should, should. That, that's going to be open the match. show with Owens and and Biggie. Mm-hmm. Main event yeah. it with uh, with Becky and Liv. Yeah, it should be good stuff. And then uh, this typically I'd be like, uh, I don't want to see this. Miz TV is on Raw with special guest Edge. I I hope that this is going to be where they introduce. Beth Phoenix into so last night was Beth Phoenix's last time commentary doing commentary for NXT mm-hmm. I guess for now anyways, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but maybe if Miz is still if Maurice is still with Miz, uh, they'll they'll motivate this to bring Beth Phoenix into it. I'd I'd actually very much look forward to this feud as long as it it was a, a, a mixed tag situation. Yeah, yeah, agreed, yeah. agreed. You want to answer some questions? Yeah, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I got a thread up here on the Twitter. Uh, also posted it up on uh, uh, for our YouTube channel members as well. That's right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, speaking of Triple Mania, Mr. Triple Mania Juan Guerrero Jr. asks, does Kenny immediately win back the Mega Championship when he returns to AAA? Or do they have Vikingo win uh, to continue his push as the next top star? If Kenny does come back to AAA, I would think it'd just be to do the job to Vikingo. Yeah, I guess yeah. anything's possible, but I'd be kind of surprised if they just put the title back on him. But yeah, I would be too. 
it's AAA. Who, I, knows? I, who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, Don Wagner, Patrick Sparks says, say Gargano goes on an excursion of sorts around wrestling promotions. You can only pick one star for each promotion to see him wrestle. Who do you choose? So if, if Gargano goes to Impact, who does he wrestle there? Uh, Josh Alexander. Yes, correct answer. Um, if he goes to AEW, who's he wrestle there? Daniel Bryan. Brian oh, Danielson. I don't sorry. think we ever saw a Brian Danielson match with him. At mm-hmm. least not in New Japan. He goes to New Japan, wrestles Zack Sabre Jr., right? Oh, of course, absolutely. Goes to GCW. Oh, boy, they had a pair of shows this weekend that were wildly fun. Mm-hmm. Wildly. I still haven't watched uh, most of the second one, but that first show, so high, stay high, something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kid Drago or the Drago Kid. Oh my gosh. That was fun stuff. Bandito and Tony Deppin had a good match as well. Um, and Effie bled a lot in his in the main event. It was like too much. I think they cut that shit short because he, they did like a, a light tube door spot and like he got busted open immediately and profusely. Oof. Uh, there, uh, Gargano versus uh, Drago Kid. <laughs> okay. That's who I want to see. Good. Or Deppin, I guess. I don't know. Deppin's supposed to be, you know, Deppin's a really good sort of match. Oh, I want to see uh, Gargano versus uh, Gresham. Give me that match. Put, put, have Gargano, book Gargano for Terminus. There you go. We could have our cake and eat it too. Uh, Gareth says if Spotify could do a 2021 wrapped on your wrestling tastes, what sort of memorable content from this year would you expect to see? Uh, he says specific matches, promotions, wrestlers, theme songs, podcasts, content creators, merch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, man. I don't know. We'd Does have that be to be wrestling th- related. Yeah. We'd have to think about this more from our, like, uh, for our rap, whatever kind of wrap up we're going to do. So we can go back. Yeah. And, oh, for I mean, like, rest, Ilya versus Walter is going to be up yeah. there for me. Uh, you know, Kenny versus Hangman, all that Hangman stuff. That'll yeah. be up there. Thunder Rosa versus Fred Baker. Wrestle Dip, you know. I mean, I know we're all looking forward to Wrestle Coin, the ultimate pump and mm-hmm. dump coming up in NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to get on the ground floor of that. It's going to be more 2022. I don't even really though. know what it is, but I can't wait. Yeah, you know. Well, it's 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 in the future. You can look forward to yeah. it. Was it March 32nd? Is that the date I'm, I'm supposed to be looking out for? It's not an actual date. It's going to be sooner than that, but later than mm-hmm. today. All right, all right. Sports guy says rank the ceilings of these three women: Cora Jade, Gigi Dolan, and Ivy Nile. Do you know who's what that avatar is for Sports Guy? Oh wow! You know who it is? It looks very familiar. Yeah, it should. I'll give you a hint, and you'll get it immediately. It's two people combined into one. Yeah, I know it's Vincent, somebody else. You can't tell who it is. Tony Khan. Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay, <laughs> I, I knew it was Vince. Uh, he says, rank the ceilings of these three women. Cora J, Gigi Nolan, Ivy Nile. I think uh, at the very least, they uh, their potential ceilings are all NXT Women's Champions. Yeah. Uh, Cora J, maybe even if she, if she stays the path, the WWE Women's Champion. I don't know. Yeah, I think like, a lot of it is. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know in terms of Ivy's uh, main roster, you know, person. You got to show off like character personality thing, you know? That's what I was going to say. I think, I think as in terms of in ring competitors, mm-hmm. 
ceilings are super high. I think I think what's really going to elevate one or you know raise the ceiling of one over any other is is their ability to uh you know do the character stuff do yeah. promos that kind of stuff yeah um oh this is a yeah. good question here brandong hugo long heavy says if triple a signs gargano with the stipulation that he gets to play any marvel luchador which character or characters <laughs> would he choose so we know like his ring gear i think is he's got wolverine on it i think he's iron got man deadpool iron man carnage i think does he have carnage on there okay thought so um he's a big fan of the x-men uh man has vision. there been... make him vision oh that's a good one i was gonna say has there been a wolverine in i don't uh, think so yeah maybe maybe he'd want to be wolverine uh let's see here uh Um, uh, Nikhil asks, who are your contenders for going in raw men's and women's wrestlers as well as pay-per-view oh. of the year 2021? Uh, pay-per-view of the year. I think that's, if you take triple mania out of it, obviously I think it's a pretty easy choice and that's all out. It's gotta be all out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my, right now, like my wrestlers of the year for, for men, it's gotta be, it's going to be Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. I think for women it's Bianca Belair. Yeah. It's probably going to be Bianca. It's either going to be Bianca or Brit. It might it, yeah. it might be Brit for me. Um yeah. Uh let's see here. This is an interesting question from Blake Elizondo it says I'm heartbroken Gargano Mr. NXT might feel like he has to leave the company but it got me thinking who did NXT 1.0 help out more in the end AEW or WWE? Oh man. Did NXT 1.0 help more in the end? Give me, give me the argument that NXT helped AEW. I mean, it gave a platform for potentially some form from some future world champions like Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. But Adam Cole is Adam Cole. I think he would have done that anyways. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I mean, how? I mean, how many Universal and WWE champions? Came out of NXT a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard to make the case that NXT has done more for AEW than WWE. I, 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 I don't. It's a great question. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's something you got to think about a little bit. Um, however, I would say that NXT has done far more for WWE mm-hmm. because for a spell there, you had to go to WWE to get to NXT to get the best wrestling in North America on North American television. Mm-hmm. You really mm-hmm. did. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they, you know, how many five-star matches came out of NXT for, like you said, the first time in WWE since 2011, you know? Yeah. They yeah. had Gargano that. Andrade, yeah. They had that umbrella that was, you know, that, that gave you the best wrestling. It gave you that type of indie style wrestling um, mm-hmm. and indie style storytelling. Uh, it, it, you know, and then AEW came along and, you know, it, it, it became a thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, the wild dude, since you mentioned that you thought Joseph Connors was a pillar of NXT UK, who would you both, do we say that? I uh, jokingly, I very much right, tongue right. in cheek said that because of our love of his, the current run he had with Ginny and how we would make. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Who would you both choose as your four person, 
personal four-person Mount Rushmore of NXT UK. We'd have Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, Walter. It'd, it'd be it'd be Brit probably be British Strong Style and Walter. The case could be made for Joe Coffey or Gallus. They've been there from the very beginning. They're always involved. They've all won titles, I think. Wait, Joe hasn't. But Joe I think they're tag champions. They were yeah, they were, they were, yeah, they were tag champions for a spell, tag champ for, for a long, long time. time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if over a million says Kaylee, Kaylee Ray, Kaylee Ray's a really good one too. Yeah, that's a good choice too. Um, but in the end, I'd I, I'd probably stick with mine. I mean, like Mustache Mountain has been like they have not won the tag titles, Mm-mm. but like I feel like the only reason they didn't is because of COVID. Because I think they're gonna I think they're gonna probably win. They might win this week. Yeah, on Thursday, I'm, yeah. I'm sure they, there's probably taping spoilers out there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that would that would be mine. That would be mine. British strong style and Walter. Okay, that's not that's a good that's that's a good Mount Rushmore there. Uh, let's see here. I mean, I know yours would be Eddie Dennis, Sam Gradwell, uh, Noam Dar. Oh, Noam Dar's great. Noam Dar is legitimately great. He's awesome. Yeah, he is great. Yeah, and Jack Stars. Um, yeah, no, I, I see. I totally see your point with Gallus. Totally see your point with Gallus. I love Gallus boys. Gallus boys on top. Uh, let's see here. Easy says, how much better would war games have been if LA Knight and Kyle switched roles in these stories? I feel like Kyle is Mr. War games. No disrespect to LA Knight. That's a great point. It is a great, it point. would have been much more 1.0 if it was Kyle Champa Gargano. Uh, and then who's the yeah, fourth guy? Yeah, thousand percent. Who would the I mean, he's, guy be? He, what? Who's LA the... Knight, Champa, Gargano, and Peter Dune. Oh, and Peter Dune. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kyle should have been in there. Kyle, because you know that dynamic between Kyle and Pete Dunn, which could have been interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh. Let's. Oh, uh, Ford Age. Out of these next crop of AEW pillars, who's most likely to become a champion, either AEW, TNT, or tag champion in 2022? It's Brian Pillman Jr., Dante Martin, Powerhouse Hobbs, Leo Rush, and Tony Nese. Who's most likely to win a belt in 2022? Pillman, Dante Martin, Powerhouse Hobbs, Leo Rush, or Tony Nese? I would... Okay, is does the FTW title count? It's not on the list it's applied here, so no. All right. Something tells me it's either gonna be Dante or Leo Rush. Like when Dante's brother comes back, I would not be surprised if Top Flight gets those tag titles. Powerhouse Hobbs could could be pushed to the moon immediately. Like they they could pull the trigger on that guy. Yeah, and he could be totally. a TNT champion like soon, like with yeah. shocking quickness. And yeah, I, I could see what you're saying with Top Flight. I, I think that it's pro- out of that group, it's either Leo or Hobbs. I could see Leo being TNT champion. I could see Leo mm-hmm. being TNT. I'll, I'll, I'd go with Leo. Of course. Rush. I could see Leo. Yeah, Rush. totally. Yeah. Totally. I can see him being TNT champ as well. Yeah. 
uh, Greg Morris, Steve book Johnny Gargano's next feud if he stays in NXT. Oh, we'll wow. say or main roster. Morrison book his first feud in AEW. I think I did that last night where after Danielson loses Paige, mm-hmm. Gargano comes out. Yeah. Challenges him. Yeah. You thought Wang you match. thought Wangman was a was a beast. Johnny Wrestling's here, buddy. Yeah. 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 Say goodbye, Wangman. Uh Neto says, uh, do you think oh, on main roster, uh he uh he, Oh, of course it's Dolph. He shows up and he slaps Vince McMahon, says stay away from my son. Uh, Neto says, you think NXT specials were ever, will, will ever be held in arenas again? If the, if the idea is they don't think they can make money doing it, then they're not going to do it. The answer is no, no, they're not going to. If at some point 2.0, if 2.0 starts getting a million in the ratings every week and it starts to become a real thing. Sure. But not anytime soon. Um, over here on the YouTube, this is a good question. Deadpool nerd says, if you went back in time 20 years and explained modern wrestling to your younger self, what would you show them? I'd show them uh, Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi at the uh, Long Beach show. I'd, I'd go with Okada uh, Omega one because that to me had like vibes of when I first saw RVD wrestle and I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, it could be this. That's awesome. Uh, let's see here. Excuse me. I'm heading over to the YouTube as well. Uh, uh, John Adams, who are the champions of NXT 2.0 this time next year? Oh, man. Uh, you know what? Stay tuned for our predictions coming up in about a month. Oh. Because we're going to be, we're going to be, you know, we That's always true. predict who's going to be champion. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Will Braun Breaker even be in NXT next this time next year? Oh, man. I'm going to say no. I'm yeah, gonna say gonna he get gets, called assuming he has a good title run, he's going to get drafted. He's going to be drafted, huh? That's Next a possibility. That's a, that's, a, that's a distinct possibility. Uh, a year from now, I would say it's entirely possible that Carmelo Hayes is champion. Mm-hmm. Or Joe Gacy, if they ever actually figure out what his character is so that people can figure out how to respond to him. Yeah. Um, or Idris Anofi. It's gonna be him. He's gonna be champion. Or no, you know what? I'm gonna go with Uso. I'm gonna go with Solo Sokoa. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. probably gonna be my yeah. prediction. Yeah, that's a good choice. Good choice. Uh, Doug Jackson. Besides Braun Breaker, is there any male superstar on NXT 2.0 that has main event potential as of this writing after War Games? Uh, Braun Breaker had another coming out party in that match. It feels like there's no one besides Braun with the potential. Vince started. A state he was looking for when he rebooted NXT. Carmelo Hayes. Solo Sokoa. Solo Sokoa. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, some guy says, I've been trying to think of a way to introduce wrestling to my girlfriend. She's never been a wrestling fan and thinks people fake fighting in their underwear is a bit silly. How can I introduce it in a way that might actually seem appealing? I mean, if that's her preconceived notion, she, then she's right. I mean, it is pretty silly, but that's why I love it. That's why it's great. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have to kind of embrace the silliness of it. Yeah, um, right. I would say you mentioned Okada, Omega. Any of those matches? 
I'd go in the opposite direction. I'd go to an Orange Cassidy match. Yeah. I'd, I'd do that. I'd say, look, it is silly. This is how silly it can be. But it also, there's a whole, you know, rainbow. There's a whole spectrum of silliness yes. to drama involved. And because uh, I think Orange Cassidy, the thing about his matches, like his better matches incorporate both plenty of comedy, totally. but then totally. hard hitting shit. So yeah. I'd, 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 it's like, look, this is Orange Cassidy. If you like this, then you can get into wrestling. If you don't like this, I don't know. It's probably not your thing. It's all right. It's not Lacey's thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So It's not my wife's thing either. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, tonight at twitch.tv forward slash mfsteve here. NXSteve. We're Braun Breaker's my cha- our champion uh, over there at NXSteve. We're on the road to WrestleCoin, the ultimate pump and dump, happening sometime in the future. So uh, that happens at five. Uh, hey, if that ha- happens tonight, can you give me a heads up. Heads up. If if WrestleCoin happens, yeah. it's gonna happen. I'll let you well, know. Tell me. I'll let you. Yeah, know. give me a heads up. I'm I'm being on the ground floor. All right. Uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.